Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Chapter 18, Instruction. That had to be the longest party in the history of the world, I complained on the way home. Edward didn't seem to disagree. It's over now, he said, rubbing my arm soothingly, because I was the one who needed soothing. Edward was fine now. All the Cullens were fine. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. Julia, I finally got my training montage. I've been predicting it and predicting it. And now it's here. And it was very mediocre. What didn't you like about it? Alice literally doesn't move. Bella is like, oh, look, they fought. But she like couldn't even tell that Alice was fighting. There was no good music. Do you experience music often in books? Mm hmm. Do you not? Not usually. So maybe that's why I wasn't as disappointed. That's sad for you. Okay, should we recap what happens in this montagerific chapter? Sure. On your mark, get set, go. So they leave the party scene and that night Bella has trouble sleeping and then Edward carries her to the baseball field, the vampire baseball field, not a real baseball field. Um, The werewolves come in wolf form and then Jasper fights Emmett and then Jasper fights Alice and then Jasper fights Edward and then Jasper fights Esme and then Carlisle and then the wolves leave and uh, Jacob licks Bella and they're going to come back and do it all again soon. You and I have very different impressions of this chapter. Okay, count me in. What did you think happened? (laughs) Tell me in three, two, one, go. So there are 10 wolves, even though they were expecting only six wolves. And so, yes, there's some training and the werewolves are um, watching and there's some strategizing about, you know, the wolves sniffing the vampires so they don't accidentally kill the Cullen vampires. And then Jacob comes back as a human and there's this, like big talk about like what how to keep Bella safe during the fight and they carry her around and they do all these things and again Bella has no say yeah I forgot about that part so true (laughs) do you have any breaking news from the chapter I touched on this but there are now 10 werewolves not just six of them and so more kids including the young Clearwater chap are now werewolves yeah good for them I hope Emily 
her grocery budget has been increased. I know. Maybe we should send her a little extra something at the end. Yeah. What about you? Any breaking news? Well, I'd forgotten about the lullaby and the lullaby came back. Also, carrying came back in a big way. In some ways, this chapter felt like Twilight again. The book Twilight kind of skipped over (laughs) the bleakness of the earlier chapters of Eclipse and was back into the like having fun, getting carried, getting sung to, falling asleep, not falling asleep, you know, those regular plot points. So that was very interesting to see. Yeah, I think that the last few things have supposed to have been fun. We just have not found them fun. I honestly hadn't considered that as an idea. Any other breaking news? Yeah, they finally figure out it's Victoria. (laughs) I mean, only sort of. Like, Bella's figured it out. And the way she says it, she's like, it's all connected. She sounds like she's part of the Illuminati at first. (laughs) Isn't she? Aren't the Cullens the Illuminati? Yeah, the Cullens are definitely part of the Illuminati. So I feel like she's not wrong. Any moments of genuine enjoyment? I thought it was nice when Jasper fought Alice to show Bella that Alice would be okay in a fight. It was like, I know you worry about Alice. And then he fought his girlfriend. I found that really nice. Yeah, don't worry about Alice. She's a great dancer. (laughs) I actually like that logic. Dancers and gymnasts, the true athletes. Yeah, they will be fine. I'm not worried about them. I'm actually very worried about them. They have tons of injuries, but yeah, not in a fight. But not in a fight. They are stronger than anyone. I also liked a moment where Bella was worried about child endangerment for maybe the first time we've ever seen. Um, She says that the werewolves are like over-muscled children. And I was like, true. (laughs) We've been on this for weeks. They need to sleep. They need to go to school. They can't be doing these patrols. I'm glad she's in our camp finally. Yeah. Welcome, Bella, to like basic moral decency. Happy to have you. Did you have any genuine enjoyment? Yeah. So first, the confession is that I'm about to be a huge hypocrite, but I thought it was so funny when Jacob licked Bella's face. And I just think it's because I would like him so much more if he were a dog all the time. So Peter, my partner, does not let the dog lick him on the face. He hates it. And the dog is like very respectful of that. But every once in a while, she catches him and nails him in the face. And I think it's funny every time, even though it's like not consent and Peter doesn't like it and it's bad. Maybe it's just that if Jacob was a dog all the time, I would like him. How cute if a dog came and gave you a charm bracelet of its like self. I would love if Rory made me a charm bracelet. Wow, that is a really different book than what we're reading right now. Yeah. Like what if Rory was like, no, I am going to kiss you. I'd be like, fine. Like so much cuter. So bad that human Jacob did that, but so cute Jacob is a puppy. Yeah, that made me wonder about what the other dog things that werewolves do, like, in in life. Because Sam seems grossed out. Like, does he not lick Emily? Like, how much of an anomaly is this? Do they not get belly rubs from their human partners? Like, what's going on? Like, how cute would that be if Jacob, rather than, like, sniffing the vampires, like, rolled on them? You know, and then like made Alice give him a tummy rub and was like, now I know what you smell like. Or they would have to greet the werewolves by like putting your hand out for the dog to sniff, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, Julia, what advice do you have for us today? Well, 
I think that since they went to the baseball field, that instead of doing a fight to the death, that they should just play a baseball game and whoever gets the most runs gets to run away with Bella, one could say. And I think this is a great idea because no one cares about baseball and baseball is boring. And this would be a good like motivating factor to get people engaged in the long game of baseball. So this piece of advice was sponsored by Big Baseball. <laughs> I'm trying to revamp ba- baseball's image as a way to solve hostage problems. Revamp by having <laughs> vampires play. Vampire baseball. <laughs> revamp. Piring baseball. Exactly. Yeah. And then the Volturi can come and they can be the umpires and the Alaska crew can come and be in the crowd. So this Mm. could like become a vampire convention. It could be like the Vampire World Series. And like Bella could be like in a glass cage watching to like figure out what her fate is going to be. Like the trophy? Right. Like hanging over the baseball field. What if she gets hit with a fly ball? winner that's the quickest way to win crack the case she falls out whoever gets her first wins wow that's a great idea (laughs) your idea i'm just supporting you thank you i appreciate that what's your first piece of advice i am like really upset about the lack of an attempt at a diplomatic solution to this problem i especially find it troubling because carlisle is like the de facto leader of this coven. And he has taken an oath of first do no harm. And he has like committed himself to trying to be a more enlightened kind of vampire. And these newborns are just victims of a crime. And so I would really like to see Carlisle attempt some sort of diplomatic effort here. And if he feels as though he can't In this moment, I think that after this, he should be like going to the Kennedy School or somewhere to learn more about diplomacy so that next time something like this happens, he'll be able to use those skills. So what do you think he should do when Victoria shows up and is like, I'm here to kill? What if she just charges? What's the strategy? I think that one of the strategies he can pull is from the fabulous film Madagascar, where he's like, I understand that you're a carnivore. Here's another kind of meat. He could organize a hunt for like big game Mm. to like show them how fun it is to eat a bear. I think there are all sorts of activities and like peace offerings that he could attempt here. An icebreaker or two. Yeah. Be like two truths and a lie. Let's go. Mm. I mean, and if it doesn't work, we go to baseball. Right. And if that doesn't work. War. Nope. My second piece of advice is what what they do if they don't do baseball. Sorry. And if that doesn't work, what, Julia? So it's still war, I'll admit. But they keep talking about the quote unquote obvious kill and how you can't go for the obvious kill when fighting a newborn. So I think that part of their battle strategy should be to incorporate magic tricks as they fight each other, like doves from the sleeves or like ribbons from the ears or something, because it would be extremely unexpected. And I think- Not obvious at all. Yeah, it would be really confusing. And it also, they would just be so enraptured by the magician's skills that they wouldn't even want to fight anymore. Like it it would start as a fight and then it would be like- Pick a card, any card. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, my God, how does he know my card? We can't kill this person. (laughs) They can predict the future. Maybe pick my card. (laughs) 
What you're really calling us to is the Roman idea that what the people need is bread and circuses. As long as they are bellies full and entertained, they will feel no need to rise up or fight. Totally. And that incorporates your idea of having like a big game buffet. Yeah. It's like, here's one side of the field. Here's the other. Pick what you want. We can have a great time. Alice and her new party planning company can run this. Esme can style it. This is very exciting. Yeah, I think it could be good for everyone involved. What's your second piece of advice? So it like really bothers me that they have roped in child Seth Clearwater to like be the sole protector of Bella. And Bella's whole protection like conversation is troublesome. Like Jacob starts like picking her up and carrying her around again. There's a lot of like not caring about what Bella has to say again. And I just like would like to offer some other things that I think that Bella could do during this time, like fly to Jacksonville. The vampires aren't coming for two more days. Can't she just literally fly far away or like use this as you time fly to some beautiful resort in Montana and go like Manny, Petty, massage, facial, tanning. It'll totally change her scent and they'll never be able to find her. She's going to smell like essential oils. That's a good idea. I hadn't thought about why they haven't shipped her away yet. Yeah. Bella like needs a week of sleeping and eating and being rubbed. Do you think Bella wouldn't leave? Is that why she's here? Yeah, I think that they haven't, like, found an offer enticing enough. They have not offered her a week of being rubbed and then going on a morning walk where you get to see a moose. I'm now just describing my ideal trip. Someone send me on that trip, please. (laughs) I'm starting a fund. (laughs) Julia, where would you send Bella? I wonder if she should go to an apocalyptic bunker. Yeah, lock her up underground. (laughs) Monsters never come and kill you there. I mean, I just feel like since the Cullens are part of the Illuminati and are millionaires, they have to know some kind of like Silicon Valley doomsday prepper that has a bunker that she could stay at for a weekend. Again, this speaks to their lack of doing any diplomacy for like the last of 20 years. The fact that they're like, we'll call this one family to try to help. Uh, Now we're out of options. Like they need to be investing in relationships more. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
So this week for our reality TV show, we are doing Project Runway. Vanessa and I are both going to propose battle uniforms for the werewolves and the vampires. Vanessa, would you like to go first? Are you not going to do the Tim Gunn make it work? I was hoping you would do it because your impression is a lot better than mine would be. I've never heard Tim Gunn do it. I've only heard Amy Poehler make fun of Tim Gunn doing it. Well, please make fun of Amy Poehler making fun of Tim Gunn doing it. Designers, make it work. (laughs) Is that right? It's really not bad. (laughs) Okay, so my whole line of werewolf costumes is based on the very important military tactic of disguise. I think that the werewolves should all be disguised as different kinds of animals. However, I believe that I found a way to make this cost effective, differentiated, and still read as one clear collection with one through line to each individual outfit. So for example, I think that werewolf number one should be dressed in a gray sweatsuit to look like an elephant. Another one should be dressed in a gray sweatsuit to look like a hippo. Another one should be dressed in a gray sweatsuit to look like a whale. And these will all come with different accessories, be it horn, trunk, tail. And this will allow for the lack of the quote unquote obvious kill. I'm a newborn baby vampire. I think that's a whale. It's probably going to try to eat me. But then a wolf jumps out at me. What? What? I'm a newborn vampire. I think that this elephant is probably going to use its bedazzled trunk to bitch slap me. What? It's a werewolf. This is like fashion and strategy all in one. You really painted a beautiful picture for me about what that could be like in the moment. I feel riveted. Thank you. Okay. Do you want to hear about my vampire uniforms now? Yes, please. So I find the term newborns very evocative, and I think we should be leaning into that for the inspiration for how the older vampires, the more matured vampires, going to greet the newborn vampires in a way that might even just for a moment disorient the newborns enough to give the older vampires the edge. And so what I really thought was the newborns would be lulled by seeing the Cullens in some maternity wear. Like, yes, I am a baby. I do just want you to take care of me. And so I think that all of the Cullens should be wearing wrap baby carriers in sparkly material, something really enticing that the newborns are like, do I want to kill that vampire or do I want to just jump in that carrier and be snuggled? Well, you're really digging deep into the psyche there for a really convincing outfit. Yep. I think like lots of yoga pants with pockets, maybe Mm -hmm. like a diaper bag with all sorts of things that they think that maybe the newborn vampire will want. I want to go like full glam mom. Gummy snacks, carrot sticks. Which will make it really surprising when they murder the newborns. (laughs) I could just picture them like throwing gummy snacks on the ground and then getting them to approach. They could draw some blood and infuse the gummy snacks with just a little bit of blood. Yeah, people are doing that with weed these days. Not blood weed. Weed gummies. (laughs) They're not putting blood in weed. They're putting weed in gummies. Yes, I follow. Uh Uh-huh. Well, anyway, that is what Tim Gunn inspired me to do. Is that right? He would be telling me to make it work, right? 
you would be like distressed that like your trunk isn't fitting to your sweatsuit and he would be like just make it work got it make it work well tim thanks to your support i made it work (laughs) what about you julia what is your design line so i want them to swap looks to show that they're really like walking in each other's shoes now that they are a community fighting a battle together so for the werewolves to look like vampires i think that they should be covered in glitter dust alternatively glitter lotion if they want to moisturize their fur they want them to paint black circles under their dog eyelids that's going to be like a more aesthetic hair and makeup choice and then I want them to wear red leather pants and red sequined tops. As we know, that's a classic vampire outfit as displayed by Alice's party look. Um, I think that beige leather would also be acceptable. We have beige leather gloves, beige leather jackets. You know, it's interesting you say that because I want one of them to be wearing a like bespoke blonde wig so that it could be Rosalie. So maybe like each one can be dressed as one of the Cullens. And since they're now werewolves, maybe they can like riff or be like, you know, what would happen if Alice and Jasper had a baby? It's like blonde and it has short hair and whatever, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can get a little bit creative. I love that. I think it's so important for the models to feel a sense of ownership over their looks. And I think that you are allowing for uniformity and yet leaving room for some creativity. Yeah, I just want them to feel like their bodies and their werewolf forms are being celebrated while honoring their partners in this fight. Beautiful. And what about the vampires? What will they be wearing? The vampires are going to wear floor-length faux fur coats. Obviously, it can be real fur. I feel like the werewolves would not be pleased about like having actual dead animals on their bodies. Yeah. The vampires, as they do the catwalk, are going to howl as greeting towards each other. Um, they can be on all fours or they can be standing. A dog walk, <laughs> if you will. I mean, I could imagine each vampire dressed as a werewolf and werewolf dressed as a vampire walking together down the the catwalk or dog walk, whatever you wish to call it. True, cute, but leash free. Leash free. So like a dog park walk. Exactly. Yeah. I think that could be really powerful. And then I think they'll have to have some like masks with snouts just so that their like pale skin isn't distracting. Right. Yeah. So that's my full collection. So go to Instagram and tell us who you're saying your Vader saying to. Julia's idea with her gorgeous fur coats or my idea with sweatsuits. Julia, did you put anything in your Twilight Diary? In the chapter, we see that Edward tucks Bella into her quilt very tightly and then he quote unquote holds her close. How are they snuggling with the quilt in between them? Like, is he just on top? Like, what do you think is going on? I think he's wrapped her up like a little baby, like a burrito swaddle, and then you can cuddle close. So she's entirely wrapped in the blanket. She's not under the quilt. She has been fully swaddled and then pulled onto his lap. Yeah. Wow, straightforward. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Only reasonable answer. What else you got for me? We got a scene in the chapter where Charlie is snoring so loudly that a loud sound, maybe a chainsaw, wouldn't wake him up. Then he 
kind of stumbles, eyes half open to his bedroom when Bella tells him to stop sleeping on the couch. What do you think was going on there? I think he was passed out drunk. I think he stayed up late drinking apple teenies, like celebrating the fact that his daughter graduated from high school, you know, really thinking about what a great dad he was and just passed out from the happiness and the apple teenies. What do you think happened? I'm glad he's just not sad about not being invited to the party. No. Middle-aged white men have a way of justifying things like that. Party of one. Yeah. Did you have anything in your Twilight Diary? Just one thing. I think it's so funny that like everyone agrees that Emmett is an idiot. Jasper is like, Emmett, come here. You will be a great example of what an obvious kill would be. Like, and everybody's like, true. <laughs> He's a himbo. Yeah, I just, I I love when someone knows who they are. He's unoffended by it. Everybody's just like, true. Yeah, and he seems there to have a good time. Honestly, he and Rosalie are a really confusing pair. I mean, she picked him up because he reminded her of a dead baby, so. Yeah, that's one way to start a relationship. Yeah, it's not the way I chose to start my relationship. Do you have anything in your care package this week? I do. It sounds like Bella's going to go out camping throughout a whole war. And like, we don't know how long that war is going to last. So I thought I would send her some self-entertaining items, like a portable DVD player with extra batteries, a bunch of DVDs, like maybe even just like the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice that gets you through a pretty long day, some extra word search books, a deck of cards so she can play with Seth, Scrabble, travel Scrabble to play with Seth, a thermos with some soup. Like, I just want to pack her up to have like a nice war day. So given that Seth is going to be in wolf form, how do you imagine someone without thumbs playing travel Scrabble? Well, can't he like go back and forth? But he's he's supposed to be tuned into the fight. Oh, right. I think he could bark out his word. Like Morse code with barks for different letters. Right. And she would move the pieces for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you? What's your care package? So I am going to really double down on something that I provided Bella for her super sweet 16 graduation party, which is a signature scent. I am making it Eau de Bella so that it's a perfume of her smell and she no longer has to be carried around the forest and she can just spritz perfume on the trees so that the baby vampires get confused. Also, just chuck in a few hundred thousand dollars for Emily. She deserves it. Yeah, some extra money for for all the cooking that she's doing for these extra wolves. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? War. I think it's going to be war. You think it's going to be a fight scene next chapter? Yeah. No. What's going to happen? What else is there to happen? I think it's just going to be like a chapter of angst. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but I cannot imagine going straight into a fight scene. I'm ready for it. I want blood. This is what the books have done to you. (laughs) I'm a changed person. This has been Twilight and Quarantine. We are making it work on Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are produced and edited by Ariana Nettleman. This show was conceived of as Vampire Baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan and I practiced shuttle diplomacy when I was an RA in the dorms. You gotta just go back and forth. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Talk to you next week, everyone.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.